0: live. Hello and good afternoon, motherfucker. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. This is Strange Talk with Doc. I hope that you're having a great day. I'm having a great day. So let's talk about a few things. First of all, you can reach me Monday and Friday live, 12 noon at 724-444-7444. Call ID is one four five zero four eight. I would love to hear from you. You can listen to old shows, this show. You can share, like, comment, subscribe. I'm on YouTube. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. I'm on VMO. I'm on Speaker. You can hit me, Strange Talk with Doc, on Instagram, Facebook. If you have any questions, you can even email me any questions, suggestions, or what so have you at uh, netboydoc at gmail.com. Well, let's get to the show. This weekend we had a UFC card. We're doing Fort Volkov. Volkov caught Verdine in the fourth round with a beautiful uppercut. And knocked him out. And I'm not used to seeing Verdeen get knocked out. I don't think anybody is. It was an interesting card. It wasn't a great card. It was one of those cards that, you know, I guess it was like a throwaway card, a mix in, because there's the big card coming up April 7th in uh, the Barclays Center with Rose Namajunas, uh, Joanna Jacek, uh, Tony Ferguson, So that's like the big card that's coming up, but it's too early to really talk about it. You don't want to actually jinx a UFC card by talking too much about it in advance. And that's when you find out cold main event or main event, somebody can't fight. So I really want this one to come off. So I'm not going to really get into it. Also on this card, you had Jimmy Manawar. He fought a rematch with John Vlakovich. John Vlakovich, And, Jimmy, they went at it. This was a really solid fight. I mean, it had everything. You had blood, both fighters bleeding, some knockdowns, uh, beautiful kicks. It was two beasts just going at it. And if there's a third one, I'm there for uh, the rubber match. I really appreciated this battle. Now, the NBA, we got some good games coming up. Within within like this week, next week, it's really heating up towards the playoffs. Golden State Warriors are playing my San Antonio Spurs tonight, but they will be short. Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, who I did not know was hurt, who actually has some kind of rib injury, they said we'll keep him out two weeks, and Steph Curry's still out. So this almost guarantees the Houston Rockets will have the best record in the West. I know they got into some little uh, pushing back and forth with CP3 and somebody else yesterday. But even if they have to miss a game, so what? They drop a game. But I don't think that Golden State has the firepower to actually hang in with the Rockets right now. The Rockets are actually a domino. I mean, they are just dominating. They're playing great basketball. I don't know if it'll turn into an NBA championship or not, but I don't like to predict things too far ahead because I'm one of those people that always take into account that freaky injuries, unfortunate as they may be, they do happen. Now, Kawhi Leonard will not be playing in this game tonight, which really hurts me because I really – still, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Kawhi and the Spurs. He was supposed to come back, uh, I believe, last Thursday or so, and we really have not even got any further information. It's like they closed the ranks in San Antonio like they closed the ranks in New England Patriots, and you don't get much information leaked out of that camp. So, man, I, I really don't know what to say. Now, tonight you also have the Bucks versus the Cavs. Tyron Lue is ill so it seems like he will not be coaching the Cavs for a while. I don't know what's going on with him. They're not really giving a lot of information on what his health issue may be, but he is suffering from some health issues. Uh, I heard them say something like it was stress related and his heart was pounding, and you know. And I, I wish Tyron Lou nothing but the best. I I I, I don't wish bad on other people because that shit just comes around and bites you in the ass, and, and bad energy. What do I need to send somebody bad energy, you know, we got the Nuggets are going to be playing the Heat also tonight, which I think is also a very good game. Now, Tuesday, we got OKC and the Celtics. I'm really not aware if Kyrie Irving has returned for the Celtics, but it seems like the Celtics are not that lead dog anymore in the East. The lead dog now in the East is the Raptors. So. The Celtics are really playing to just maintain that second or third position because it looks like they will not have home field advantage throughout the playoffs in Eastern Conference. So, that's them. The Wolves are playing the Clippers. I I don't mind the Wolves actually winning this game because if the Clippers lose, and even if my Spurs lose, it helps the Spurs submit a playoff spot, which is a huge thing. No matter what, even if the Spurs get bumped in the first round, I want them to be a playoff team. I want to see them compete. I'm a Spurs fan through and through, and it means everything to see my boys at least get an opportunity. Now, this is a very good game tomorrow. You got those Houston Rockets playing the Portland Trailblazers who have also been in Frego. I mean, they are Lillard it I guess it's Dame time and Dame has been balling. And as I said previously, we don't know what the deal is going to be with the Rockers. They might be one or two man down for this game due to maybe the league putting some kind of suspensions because there was physical altercation on the court. But we'll have to see how Silver handles this. Uh Tuesday That closes out Tuesday. Now, Wednesday, we got the Raptors versus the Cavs. Should be a very good game. As I spoke, the Raptors are balling. Uh, The Cavs, you never know what you're going to get with the Cavs from day to day. LeBron might just go apeshit, have a great game, and it might be enough to carry him to victory. Or the Raptors just might handle their business. So we'll have to see. The Pacers are playing the Pelicans. I'm only dealing and talking about teams that have some potential to either be playoff teams or playing playoff teams that could damage somebody else's chance. It's no need to talk about Brooklyn Nets versus uh, some team that's not playing, like Brooklyn Nets versus the Knicks. That's a nothing game. It means nothing to anybody but fans of those two teams. So we've got the Pacers, Pelicans. We've got the Clippers and the Bucks. You watch the Bucks to see the Greek freak. That's the the, that's the calling card on that game. Then we also have the Spurs play the Wizards Wednesday night. So the Spurs are playing Monday, then they play again Wednesday. And I'm hoping that by Wednesday I have more information and Kawhi is on the court because it's either time to put up or shut up. You're going to either sit them down for the season or you're going to allow them to play. But I think that the Spurs, even without Kawhi, should have enough to beat the Wizards because the Wizards are short John Wall. Okay, you got Bradley Bill and Otto. They're balling, but the Spurs should have enough to withstand and beat them. Thursday, we got the Pistons versus the Rockets. And that pretty much closes out your week of the NBA. Now, the... NCAA tournament, I'm going to say congratulations to Maryland, Baltimore County, which I really had never heard of before they beat Virginia. I mean, who had ever really, I mean, Arizona, who the hell had ever heard of the school unless you went there? And I also want to congratulate the eight guys from uh, UMBC. For having the heart, determination, and the wherewithal to put in a hundred dollars a piece while they were in Vegas and placing a bet on their alma mater, which turned from eight hundred into over sixteen thousand dollars. I mean, you know what? Scared money don't make money. You got to be able to take some chances. When I go to Vegas, I always try to lay down some money on some teams, well, teams that I like. Uh, you know what? You win some, you lose some. I've won some, I've lost some. And it's no big deal. You know, money's a means to an end. It's not everything. So you have to be able to gamble at some point. So, you know, Baltimore, Maryland County, like I said, congratulations to them and their student body for the biggest upset in the history of the NCAA tournament and nobody expected that. I mean this is a this is March madness at its maddening. I have never seen so many top dog teams gone before the sweet 16. Ah, uh, North Carolina, Virginia, Arizona. I mean you got schools like Syracuse, who not even supposed to really be in a tournament. I thought they were an NIT team. They're still playing. So it's a beautiful thing. This is what we watched the NCAA tournament for. But, you know, there's still some big boys out there. The Blue Devils are still there. Even though I did not pick them, I'm not going to sit here and be a fraud, act like I picked them to win. I actually had them losing to Michigan State in the Sweet 16, and Michigan State did not make it past the round of 32, as we both know. Now, I feel bad for Duke's player, Wendell Carter Jr.'s mother. Just because somebody has a ticket to a sporting event does not give anybody the right to call her a bitch. You do not... Just because some woman is wearing a jersey in a stand, you don't have the right to abuse anybody... Even verbally abuse the players. You can boo them, you you know that type of thing. You could jeer them. You make noise when they're free throw lines and et cetera, et cetera. But you don't call people out of their name. You don't. I mean that's that's unnecessary. And that that person should be called out on the carpet. Somebody knows who he is. I'm not saying Brad, right, but they should at least be able to sit that person down and say, you know what, man, your behavior is obnoxious. It's ridiculous. And don't ever do it again. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to you. It's embarrassing to your family. It's it's embarrassing if you represent your school. Now, Loyola of Chicago, damn, man, congratulations to them, too. Sweet 16, Loyola of Chicago. They're the ones with the old nun that everybody loves in the wheelchair. So it's nice to have a Cinderella story in the NCAA. And I believe, i, I don't quote me right now, but I believe that they're playing a game. Their next game it seems to be winnable from the way they're playing, and they might actually be an Elite Eight team. But I'm going to talk more about the NCAA and get more in-depth into the each and every game Friday show at 12 noon, which you could reach me at 724-444-7444. Caller ID number is 145048. If you think that you're a big-time basketball fan, especially college basketball, and you want to talk some college sports, I'm here. i love to talk with you. I will state this. This is not a sports show. It's not a wrestling show. It's not an entertainment show. It's not a news, politics, or show that you're going to be your third eye is going to be open. But we talk about any and everything, anything that I find interesting in the world, no matter how controversial, no matter how benign it may seem to someone else, if it interests me, Strange Talk with Doc will speak on it. Now, I'm going to now do a PSA real quick. If you do not know, and if I hope that you're somewhere where it is allowable, The Mega Millions, which will be drawn on Tuesday, March 20th, 2018, is up to $377 million, probably a little plus as we speak, because the more tickets they sell, the higher it goes up. Spend the stinking $2, you never know. I'm not asking you to break your bank account. I'm not asking you to go out there and... And buy 500 tickets. It only takes one $2 ticket to win. And if it's meant for you, it will be meant for you. But it won't be meant for you if you keep the $2 in your pocket. So that's just my quick PSA for today. Spend the $2. Now, I watched the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And Tiger Woods is back. Fully back? No, but back. He played a hell of a weekend rounds, two rounds of golf, that was beautiful. It's just that he blew it two times. He pulled that damn driver out the bag. He pulled that driver out, and both times they were horrible shots. Actually, one time when he pulled the driver out, I was sitting at home. I don't remember if it was the 10th hole or 11th hole, and I was saying, please, Tiger, put that club back. And sure enough, he hit it. He hit it down into the 10th so he bogeyed that hole, and, I mean, he was only one shot off the lead at that time. But I'm going to give it to Rory McIlroy. Rory McElroy was playing like if nobody was going to beat him yesterday. The Irishman won on St. Patty's weekend. It's almost apropos, so you can't really take anything away from him. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to see. I love seeing the top people in their professions Working at a top rate. It's a beautiful thing when you see people at a high level do high level things. And as a person who loves golf, it was lovely to see. Now, I will say that Ricky Fowler's golf shoes that he had set up for this uh, tournament was so spectacular to me that I actually went out to foot joy and foot joy allows you to come up and design your own golf shoes. I have a picture of the golf shoes that I designed for myself on a part of his presentation. You can see it. They're there. They're beautiful blue shoes with some hounds too. But Ricky Fowler's golf shoes that he had for this tournament were maybe the best golf shoes that I've ever seen in my life, which I also have, uh, Put as a part of his presentation. Now, we—I want to talk about this. Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick. I wish that Bones or Ned Boy would have called in. It would have been nice to hear somebody else's viewpoints on this, but that's neither here nor there. They believe that their activism is holding them up from getting a deal, and I'm going to say this straight: I don't think that Eric Reed or Colin Kaepernick. Will ever play in the NFL again? Now, Eric Reed more chance than Colin. Uh, Eric Reed is a cornerback. He's a good cornerback. Kind of he's young. He's big. I believe that you know, as the signing time goes down, maybe after the draft, somebody might sign him. Colin, I don't give a damn how many times he does a pro day. I don't care about him throwing balls down. I don't think that any owner in the league is going to have the balls actually pin him to a contract. And it seems like he constantly baits people. You know, I understand. I want him to be free, and I want him to do Colin 24-7, 365. But the Kunta shirts, the Afro, they're never actually speaking up and letting anybody know what's on his mind. It's been over a year and a half. Colin, I would like to just know what's on your mind. Don't just go... Put on a leather jacket, accept awards, speak to the people. There are platforms. You could set up your own podcast. It would break the fucking internet of people that would tune in just for 10 minutes to explain your position, what you feel, what you're going through, where you want, what do you want this to be? What is the, even even name it if you have to, you know, name it. Now, we got this Women's Day, Women's March leader, Tamika Mallory. Tamika Mallory has to do something to separate herself from Louis Farrakhan. She has to do that. She needs to separate herself from Louis Farrakhan. This Women's March cannot be, which is a multicultural thing, it's about women's rights. You cannot let any man hijack that. I don't care what his intentions are, especially a man who has controversy in his background. If he's anti-Semitic and you're marching and you're holding, walking hand-in-hand hand with Jewish women or you're walking hand-in-hand hand with other sisters and he is representing a cult where women aren't even allowed to to look certain way, you must draw a line in the sand I'm not saying that he doesn't do good but this is not his cause he's a man cannot take the baton for a woman's cause and I wish that she would do something to separate herself to cause some distance because this is a big deal this is a big deal in this day and time for women to stand and they need their voice be heard and they don't need a man's voice to be heard instead. Who we got calling in?
1: Bones.
0: Hey, Bones, what's going on, man? I was just sitting here talking. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great yourself.
0: All right. What's going on with that phone?
1: Oh, is this better? Okay, say something. Say again? Say anything. Oh, I said, is that better? A little bit, yeah.
0: It sounds a little loud, but it's all right. I was just sitting there oh, okay. talking about this uh, women's march leader, Tamika Mallory, and
1: okay. it seems
0: like it seems like much like the NFL protests, her protest is being taken over by her tie-in with Louis Farrakhan.
1: Oh, wow. and
0: she's got to. I'm, this is just my view. She's got to cause some separation between... She can support him separately, but she can't support him in this cause. Your phone is really acting up now.
1: Hold on. Okay.
0: Okay, that's much better. You know, it's, it's, it's this is the way I look at it. It's just like we have rights, okay, I don't really like the word African-American so much. I'm going to go old school. Black people rights. We can't have a white person in the forefront of black people's rights. It just doesn't make sense. Now, when I see it online, it really pisses me off, especially when people will post on their Facebook, and it'll be a white guy telling us how to solve our problems you can't help solve a problem of a person whose life you never lived. I can't solve women problems because I don't know what women problems are. Right. I can empathize, I can sympathize, but I'm not going to get called. Or I'm I'm not going to be told that I'm less than because I'm a woman because I don't know what it feels like. And, and you know what? If you're going to march with Jewish women, you can't have one of your biggest supporters be a guy who said nothing but bad things about Jewish women.
1: Right, right.
0: You know? Now, here's one that you can relate to. There's this guy, U.S. Army veteran Miguel Perez, Jr. He fought two tours in Afghanistan. He's been in the country since he was eight years old. He has a drug conviction. The government wants to deport him. He actually lost his uh, appeal. This is me personally. Once you served in the United States military, I think that you automatically can't be deported. Right. Especially if you've been a veteran of a foreign war. I mean, okay, you go to jail, you screwed up. You go to jail. You do your time. That's the way this country's supposed to work. You go to jail. You do your time. You move on. It's not like we get rid of you. Not a military, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: I mean, you know, that military thing is supposed to, that's supposed to trump all the things.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: You know, I, I, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Did you watch The no. Walking
1: Dead? Oh, yeah, I watched it. What did you think of it? Um, Well, for this season right now, I'm really disappointed. I think the Negan story is old. And then when they introduced the church lady at some point in the show, I was like, well, what the fuck? You know, is this right here? You know? So the ending was the best part when when the garbage lady had Negan, and that was it.
0: Yeah, which opened up five hundred different questions. Now I'm glad you see it. I guess we all see it the same way. There is and I don't like it, it's real subtle, but the Walking Dead is actually throwing us some kind of new age religion message every fucking episode. And it's quite insulting. It's not what we watch this program for. If we wanted to watch like New Age Religion, we watch C-SPAN or, you know, one of those kind of channels. We're not watching a a future – I mean, because if you notice, everybody who talks is talking about this utopia where, man, think about it. We're not even living in a world with the walking dead, and we can – the hardest word to say in our society is I'm sorry and truly be accepted as the apology. That's one of the hardest things. People tell you right. I accept your apology. If they ever remind you of what you did wrong, that meant they didn't accept your
1: apology. Right.
0: That's that's it. It's just that simple. Hey Bones, Absolutely. man, I'm sorry. Bones, I'm sorry for stepping on your toes. And then you tell me two weeks ago, two weeks later, why you stepped on my toe? Then that means you didn't accept my apology. Simple.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, so I, I, I was. I was just getting on my niece, one of my niece's case about that the other day about sorry. Because I said, you always say you're sorry, so your sorries don't mean nothing to me. They're, 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 they're dead. Until you do right, your sorry you don't mean nothing. Don't do it again. Right. That's, that's when you're sorry. Yeah, they you know what? The
0: the, the sorry has to come with – it has to carry weight of attrition, meaning I, I really am – I really don't mean to do what I just did, and I won't do it again. That's what sorry means. I, I'm i right. not going to do it again. Now, the person who says, I accept your apology, they have to actually say, the chalkboard is clean. Right. If you don't mean it, then don't say it. No, you know what? I'm still going to hold that shit against you. I'm just letting you get past it. Right. So there's yeah. a difference.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah, it is, because I always think this was conflicting when people say, about I forgive you, blah, 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 but I'm never going to forget what happened. Huh? <laughs> you know?
0: Like, <laughs> forgetting, Forgiven, it is a word. It's, it's almost like you're saying I'm forgetting. Forgiving yeah. is forgetting. So right. you gotta wipe the, you got to wipe the chalkboard clean. If not, then that means you're still holding it over them. And Yes. Bones, like I said, the hardest thing people – Can do in this planet this is just be honest the people that I respect the most in life and it it, it always puzzles people I respect people who straight out tell me they don't like me I respect them the most and there's a reason because they are being gut level honest they don't have to have a reason why they don't like me it could be false reasons why they don't like me but they are honest enough to say You know you're not my cup of tea, and I go. I respect that because a person can say they love you and really despise you, but a person that really a person that don't like you very rarely could they fake the dislike. That shit is usually honest.
1: Yeah. And
0: fear, fear is just fucked up. I don't like fear. You
1: You know, Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't like fear. I I think oh, that we, fear in general,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think that we we should be smart, but we shouldn't fear anything.
1: Right,
0: right. Fear, fear is death. Fear is already death. If I'm afraid of you, then every time I'm around you, I fear I'm, I'm dead already. I don't yeah. have freedom to speak. I don't have freedom to move. I don't have freedom. So I, I'm I'm not with that at all, man. You know. Have you seen this picture Jim Carrey drew of uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders? It's beautiful.
1: I just heard about it. Oh. <laughs> I it's just heard beautiful. about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> the man actually,
0: and I didn't even know Jim Carrey. I we know that Jim Carrey's a talented actor, comedian type, impressionist. But I didn't know that he could actually bring to life a soulless individual in a painting <laughs> and he did a good job so hats off to you jim carrey who i don't even hear of anymore
1: but right yeah she's yeah. uh wait i'll tell you man uh-huh, uh-huh, that woman there and it'd be so yeah. young
0: yeah you know what it, it, it's, it's messed up right She came up in conversation about an hour ago with me and my wife because I happen, and I I don't watch this guy at all, but I happened to turn by Steve Harvey, right?
1: Yes.
0: And the uh, topic of conversation I thought was weird. It was remaining friends with your exes. Is it cool? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, one lady just talking out the side of her mouth. I'm not even buying it i have said she's lying, cause one late. Well, one lady said, "Once you've been in my pants, you can never be my brother." Makes perfect sense to me, right? Right. If, if we were intimate, we can't ever just be like we can't pretend that we didn't used to be
1: intimate. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Now, then another lady comes out and says some real bullshit. She goes, "I was dating a man, and he didn't like the fact that I was still so close to my ex." <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? Why wouldn't he? The right. are still threats, especially when there's no children involved. Now I can understand two adults and they they still sitting around and they talking about what's best for these that that child they have together. That's one thing. But two people who didn't even have children together—why, 20 years later, you still know this person? And you want somebody else? So she said she broke up with her man now over a relationship that died 20 years ago. I was like, that's just stupid. But my thing was this, Bones. I'm sitting there going, how would Steve Harvey even, if my producers came to me and I'm Steve Harvey, I'd be like, this is not going to be a subject of conversation on my show. I'm a twice-divorced man who cheated on both my ex-wives. Y'all know that I'm not like the best of friends with those chicks. Right, right. Sure so why would I want to talk about this for an hour? Yeah. You know, but he, when you're that soulless, and which I don't even understand, when you're that soulless, like this Sarah Huckabee, I mean, damn, man, she she makes Christianity look bad. She really <laughs> makes Christianity look bad because she puts a man on a pedestal that we all know is less, way less than perfect. Oh, he, yeah, in
1: no, her no. eye, when has she ever said he was wrong about anything? I mean,
0: come on now.
1: Yeah, yeah, they just um, pass it off to something. I mean, like, you're 71 years old. How are you going to pass that off to, like, when they when they did the locker room tour and boys being boys? No, uh, no, uh-uh.
0: Yeah, she has, I mean, and she, oh, no, she has, could you imagine her son would be the Jesus. Oh, Miss Huckabee Sanders, your son did, oh, not my boy. And if he did it, it's, he did it because of X, Y, Z. It reminds do you remember the old black lady who gets on TV after they arrest her son for doing something dastardly? And she goes, not my baby. I
1: know, but he's a good boy.
0: You you how many times have you seen that woman? And you always go, Come on, miss. It's alright to be honest. You raised him, you know what he's capable of. Yeah. Not my baby. Screaming not my baby on ABC. I'd be like, mm-hmm. damn, I grew up watching that. I was like, shit, he's not my baby. I know him and I know he did it. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Man, we gotta we gotta the
0: we gotta uh we gotta get the news out more about what's going on in Austin, Texas,
1: man. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy.
0: Fourth one now. There was two more, I believe, yesterday.
1: Yeah. This is right, yeah, that's this, like the um freaking like Unabomber two point oh here. Yeah, but on blacks. Right. Now, I'm not going to sit here and and vilify
0: the uh, FBI. They seem to be all over it. It's the media that's not said much about it. Right. Now, if they were targeting, if this was targeting like white businessmen, it'd be everywhere. But there's an important lesson to be learned here, Bones. Very important lesson. If you know that you didn't order some shit, don't open no shit.
1: Yes, sir.
0: A box shows up at your house today, and that shit says Amazon. And you ask every single person in this house, anybody in this house order anything from Amazon, and they all say no, you're supposed to say, somebody get this box out of here.
1: Yeah.
0: Here's something, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, because... My wife is the only one that orders stuff. So I always ask her, you got something? You know. (laughs) Yeah, and if you don't,
0: somebody taught me this a long time ago, and it took me a while to figure out what they were saying because they really didn't explain it. But they just wanted to drop a seed in my brain. They said an honest person could never be conned. And they wanted me to figure that out for myself. Uh And I I finally figured it out. It took me a while, but I figured it out. Do you know why you cannot con an honest person? Because an honest person is not looking to get over on anything ever. See, you know how you con a person? You dangle a carrot in their face that you're promising them something greater than what they're worth. Okay, Bones, if you give me $10... I'm going to give you all this jewelry. But I just need you to give me this $10 and then I'll give you this jewelry. Now, if you're an honest person and you say, as my father used to say, fair exchange is no robbery. It has to be fair exchange. Because if it's not fair exchange, somebody got robbed. And if you're not willing to rob somebody, you cannot be conned. You cannot be putting a Ponzi scheme you cannot have that guy, you know, you can't have that dude uh three card Monty you. Because you're looking you're looking to get over when you're playing three card Monty. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see the card. Because that's that's the whole scam with three card Monty, is that you're supposed to actually see where the damn card is. Right, right. That's the whole if they didn't have that scam and he was just sitting there settling the three cards, nobody would play. But it's because everybody thinks they see where that card went, that's why they lay their money down. They're looking to get over. And if they wasn't looking to get over, the scam would never work. People go to school to learn how to scam. And I know personally because I not that I've been involved in that business, but I was a salesman. And I know that people go to school to practice scams,
1: get-overs,
0: and hustles.
1: Right, right. Because, you know, I guess that's what you uh, – yeah, I guess, yeah, like the Ponzi – not the Ponzi scheme. Well, yeah, the Ponzi scheme and the three-card Monty and uh, and the other one where they – the person comes up to you offering you I got a lottery ticket or I got money, I can't deposit it in the bank and then they want and you, you take it and they wind up with uh you you gave them the cash and you wind up exactly. with Exactly. Yeah.
0: Or like I said, the one with the jewelry. Here, I'm gonna give you this jewelry. I just need you to give me a hundred dollars so that I could blah blah blah. You're looking to right. get over. If right. you never if you if you're never looking to get over you cannot be scared because all you, all you would do is go, no, thank you. That's not for me. Everything's not for everybody. My mother used to tell me a line. She used to say, son, just because it's free don't mean it's got to be you. And I still use that shit now. I heard that first time. I might have been seven or eight. And that just means just because I go to your house and you offer me food don't mean I got to eat it. Right. You know, just because a, a chick offer me sex don't mean I got to screw her. Just because it's free don't mean it's for me. Yeah, I can pass. There's some things in life that I can say no thank you to. You know? Now, I'm going to ask you, what do you think about this? The police want to come up with a bill to send to the Senate about Google... Uh, giving up the data of mobile phones that have numbers that are around crimes. Say a crime is committed. Let's just pick a corner. If if somebody knows Brooklyn, I'm going to say Fulton and uh, Nostrand. Corner Fulton and Nostrand, 1 o'clock in the morning, a robbery happens. They want everybody whose phone pings off that corner the police want that them phones turned numbers turned into the police. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I'm all for um um my civil rights and civil liberty protecting those things you know they it's a, we already give out too much information I feel as it is already, and um I'm not in agreement with that,
0: yeah, you know that's a. I have to agree with you there, Bones. This is what you call a catch-22. I think that will it help in some hard-to-solve cases? Yes. But on on the whole, do I think it will be abused?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That's the thing, the abuse. Or as my wife would say, she's been in court because of situations like that. She worked. For Verizon, so she knows about civil
1: liberties being taken. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Because yes. so, that's what we did during the Patriot Act. It was supposed to be for one specific thing. You know, as far I should say, the Patriot Act supersedes. You know, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution. You know, of the U.S. You know, and then they and then they abuse it. You know, with that, um, we can hold you. Until forever, you know. Until we get to you, you know those things. Yeah, you know, like you trading in your so for security, so-called security. You know, you're trading in your civil rights. Yeah, so that that
0: one is a tricky one. I mean, you know what you would you would say, oh man. There's sometimes you would think like, say there's an Amber Alert and it's a three, a four-month-old baby with a sickness, and you would like you would like to know that that phone could be tracked. But you know what? That's what warrants are for. That's what the court system is for. I don't think that they should just unilaterally be allowed to just do anything. Because the government, Big Brother's always watching as it is. You know what I mean? Always. And then say you do something, you do anything, you get in any kind of trouble, it depends on the level of the crime. They can confiscate everything you got electronically anyway and do forensics on it so no that that that's I just thought it was interesting because it is it's, it's, it's kind of weird now I'm glad I didn't bring this one up when I was talking by myself. Did you see big Baby Glenn Davis this weekend was arrested
1: well for that is I don't know whether whether he, that the, you know his charges is true i didn't like the aftermath when i, I have a a picture of him on a plane eating con, uh chicken and with a suitcase full of money on a on a um on the i don't know if you saw that he's on a plane Yes, i did all right and he's on a plane that looks like a cheap ass plane cuz ain't no headroom in there and um i just thought that was like so freaking step and fetch it right there you know like you fucking idiot
0: yeah, we mad because a black man got money. Now, I'm going to say this. If he's stupid enough to get involved with any kind of drug dealing, especially weed, when you could just open up a uh, uh, one of those fucking weed shops say in Vegas, California. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could own a, uh, uh, what do they call those? Uh, distributors? The dispensary. Yeah, dispensary. Open one. You're you balling, right? But here's the thing that gets me. And I don't even understand why Floyd does this because Floyd is at that level. People with money don't show money.
1: No, they don't. Those <laughs> those are the
0: ones who don't do it. No, they
1: don't want you to know I have any money. I just, you know, you would think, but I'm not going to floss it. It's like when you talk about. when you make when you score a touchdown, act like you've been there before. It's no, you yeah, know, think about it. it that's true.
0: Floyd might be the richest guy who does it, which makes no sense because we all know French Floyd. And if anybody's confused who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Money Mayweather. But you have never seen a picture of, say, LeBron James with a dollar. No. And could and could you imagine if the big boys did it, uh,
1: Zuckerberg or, or know, Warren right? Buffett. I mean, <laughs> what'd you say? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. Exactly. They, so you couldn't
0: even have, they would have to show you warehouses. <laughs> right. so it's, re, it's really ridiculous. You know what? Niggerism has, I want niggerism to die. I, that needs the death penalty. We have got yeah. to find a way as black people to kill nigger. Kill whitey's not gonna white people not gonna do it for us. Indians not gonna do it for us. Asians gotta do we as a whole group of people have got to turn on niggerism. We have got to do it. We don't advance without it. We could have all this conscious bullshit. You can have all the natural hair, big bushes that you want. But until we say, until we universally frown on this is dumb nigger shit, we don't advance bones. We just don't.
1: You're, you're absolutely right. Good term niggerism and the death of niggerism.
0: Yeah, uh, you know what? I want to lead the death of niggerism. I wanted to die personally. I tried not to even use the word "nigger" personally in my life. Yes. and if I and if I do it, that meant that I I I don't have another word. I'm not intelligent enough at that very moment of my life to use another term to uh to express what I feel because I refuse to call i I will never call somebody that as a term of endearment. I will never say such and such is my n word that is not and i don't feel I don't feel impressed or happy if anybody refers to me as that because I'm not that to you uh-huh, but universally, I just like to see it die man i mean i, I we can, we can get to deeper things that need to die to help us later, because we got to start, we got to start at the bottom floor. This is the, actually, niggerism is in the gutter. Before you can get people to even invest in, invest their money in shit that they believe is uh uh evil, and and you can't win, like the stock market, I mean, that's going to take some convincing. But first, we got to get you to kill that. Right. Because if, because if we're still always going to believe that that's acceptable, you don't get to, you don't, those other levels are, like, beyond your comprehension. How are you going to conceive uh, the idea of owning a stock portfolio if you can't even get past the corner? Your world is yes. just the corner.
1: Yeah, 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 Um, Amazing. I had a, a relative visiting over the weekend, and they got arrested a year ago. So uh, they said when they got out on bail that they got so much love in the hood. It was like street cred. So they were like, um, wow, like like a big wake-up. Like, that ain't the hell the place where you want to be to get no credibility or recognition going to jail. But these mofos in Brownsville and Bedford-Stuyvesant, the ones who trap." That's, that's like you were you famous.
0: Yeah, and you want to know something? Because you'll, don't think of cause and effect. And if I was to sit down with a kid, a teenager, and I would explain to him why that is not beneficial to you, okay, you got this thing that's going to follow you around. It's called a racket. You don't want a racket. Say say one day You do advance past that level of ignorance, and you get married, or say you're single. You buy your house. You got the white picket fence. You got the house. You got the car. You got your dream job. You know what? I like to arm myself. Oh, Mr. uh, Bohannon, you can't arm yourself because you got a criminal record. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? I like to visit Canada. Oh, Mr. Bohannon, your criminal record doesn't allow you to come visit Canada. We don't take convicted
1: felons here.
0: I mean, you got to think about what, how you live and how is it going to affect your life.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, One mistake can transform your whole
0: shit. Yeah, it, it can end everything. And I'm so glad that I never got caught up. But see, I, was, I wasn't I was one of those kids that you asked to go with you when you was going to do something stupid. You knew the answer already. Rob what? Are you fucking crazy? That's not who I am. So why are you, you even bringing this to me? Why are you bringing this to my table? You know what? I'll see you clowns when you get back. Matter of fact, I'm going to help you spend your money. I'll help you spend the money. But I am not getting involved because this is not how I'm going to get, as you said, my cred. I don't need it. I don't want it. It's not welcome here. I have plans, and this was this would have been counterproductive to all of the plans that I had in life.
1: Yes, I mean, some definitely.
0: some. Do you know that some states won't even allow people to get wealthier because of criminal records?
1: Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think Texas might be one of them.
0: But see, I didn't even, I I thought anybody who was just down on their luck was eligible. They're like, man, you got a criminal record. You can't even, you can't even apply for what? I was like, what the fuck? So now what are you supposed to do?
1: Yeah, because that thing, uh, you know, you do your time, you pay your so-called debt to society and it's over. No, it ain't. That's a a lifelong permanent sentence. Yeah, listen, and you know what makes it a lifelong permanent sentence? The rocket. Right, yes, yes, absolutely.
0: I remember when I was going, before I was going to boot camp, I had snuck on a train. I'm not saying like right before I went to boot camp, but when I went down and I signed up, and I signed my papers, and I went to 14th Street or 17th Street, and I took my test, and they gave me a date. They was like, we need you to go to court and get a jump in the turnstile expunged from your record. I was like, are you joking me? You pay, I paid a, at that time, a $10 fine. They was like, no, we need that off your record. And I was like, something that week followed me? And I was like, I could imagine if something stronger was following you. You're in deep shit. So I had to literally go to court and get a judge to sign a piece of paper saying, okay, well, he did that when he was 13. He's 18 now. He ain't been in no more trouble. I'm in trouble. Jumped the turnstile. He paid the fine. We didn't have to force him to pay it. And he, he gave me a waiver. And I'm like, damn. See, there's some things in life you don't get waivers for.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, you get you get stupid stuff like that. That's expunged because it's it's really a childish, stupid thing. But you know, I was like, damn. Five years later, and think about it. Technology wasn't what it was today then. And they found that. They found that in a heartbeat. I was like, you mean to tell me? Me jumping a turnstile five years ago could stop me from going to military, and it's like, "Yeah, we we could just say, thank you, no thank you, get up, you know, get up out of our office." And I was like, "Damn, this is ridiculous." So I, I can't even imagine. Fuck streak, you know, that we we talked about this a uh, a while back, man. That's not being free. It's not being free. What somebody else thinks of you shouldn't hold but so much weight in your life. It cannot and it should not. It's the person that you look in that glass mirror every day when you go to your bathroom and you brush your teeth and comb your hair or whatever, shave your head. That's the person that's got to look back and you got to be like, you're all right. You're all right. I don't need somebody standing behind me saying I'm all right that's 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 good too i mean confirmation of being a good person is a nice thing i'm i'm not saying that's a bad thing bones right to be acknowledged is is not a bad thing but to be acknowledged for garbage is is is, is that's bullshit. yeah you know that 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 what what do you what do you been my thing is this how many bills have you paid or mortgages you paid in your life? Or car notes can you pay or somebody patting you on the back? I, I can't use that's not in my
1: checkbook. Right. I don't have a, a
0: voucher for pats on the back.
1: Right, not a one. And that's why, you know what, you know, I'm raising my nephews and it's three of them and I keep telling them the same theme. Account responsibility, responsibility and accountability. In life. Nobody don't care about it, no excuses. Well, i tell
0: you one thing, Bones. Never feel like you're talking into the wind. Never. Right. Trust me. The words that you bounce into their brains at 15, 16, or whatever age they are, those would be the same words that they'll be spitting out of their mouths as though they, they were theirs when they're 40.
1: Yes, brother, and um, I don't give them no shorts. It is no coddling, pulling no punches. You know, when I, I don't mince my words. I'm not sparing your feelings. I'm calling it the way I see it, you know? And you know what you're supposed to, because what's going to happen is you got to do it like,
0: okay, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous analogy, but it kind of makes sense. I was watching this program on Iceberg Slim, right? He's a pimp. Yes. And I said, you know, this is interesting, and it was interesting for one reason. He said, a whore, a prostitute, what she do is you got to tell her what's the truth all the time because she will call you on this all the time. So you can't say blue on Monday, orange on Wednesday. That's just got to be blue 365 days a week Every minute of the day. So if she asks you something as simple as what's your favorite color, you better have a favorite color and stick to that favorite color. And that's how you have to deal with children because they, they'll love you, but they're always trying to trap you up to see if they can make you stumble. You got to be the one with steady feet. And that's a I I tip my hat to parents, man. That, job, that is a That is the hardest job on the entire planet. Not a not a, a a cop, a doctor, a lawyer, a surgeon, a parent. You you're dealing with human clay, human clay that has a memory, a mind, and a soul, and will never forget the shit that you do. When never. you're old, yeah. <laughs> when you're old, they're gonna remember the shit that you do.
1: So you, but, you know what? You gotta be above board. Yes, sir. Yeah, because yeah, you can't do um, nothing. And your kids will call you on it. Like when you're trying to check them, they're going to call you on it. But you know
0: what? They feel like their job. I mean, it's twisted. And and until and, and they get to that level, when they become adults, they stop checking you, and now they start respecting you for what you gave to them. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's hard for a teenager. Teenage, teenagers respect is, I mean, damn, it's their lessons come from their peers. A lot of what they think is knowledge comes from their peers, not from people who really know. So you don't want them to learn stupid shit from their peers. (laughs) They should be learning from you. I was watching a show one time. uh, I guess it was uh, the Cosby's, and one of the girls got a period for the first time. And it was a very funny episode because the girls were talking to each other about what's going to happen when you get your period. And the mother, Felicia Rashad, was like, do you know that all your friends are telling you the most ridiculous shit ever known, man? <laughs> like, one of the girls was like, you got to stuff six um, six rolls of toilet paper in your panties. If not, you're just going to leak <laughs> and she was like no, baby. There's a thing called a pad. Let me teach you how to use it. Because she said, "Where you get this from?" Oh, my friend. You know, my friend who told a friend who told a friend told oh, us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know. So it's it, 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 it's weird like that, but I, I I That's a job that I highly respect. I highly respect the job of parents. I had good parents. See, that's one thing I will say. I had, I had very good parents, and I still have my parents in my head. Till today, Fred and Ella live in my head because a lot of the stuff that they taught me, I use on a daily basis, and they have been separated from me many, many moons. But... It wasn't like it was wasted words. Right. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff is, might as well be my Bible. Because I found it to be true. At least it works for me. It won't work for everybody, but it works for Randolph. You know? Matter of fact, I was watching golf this weekend, and one of the announcers on golf is Bones.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Yes, right. When the announcers names Bones. So every time he said that I was like, That's that sounds crazy. But you know
1: <laughs> So how's the weather there, man? You guys getting some more snow this week? No. <laughs> so far today's the first day of spring. Today's a night a pretty nice day. I mean, you know, for New York. Um, it's in the Forty, like forty-five, forty-six degrees. So it's it's okay. It's okay today. today yeah, we okay. we we got rainstorms
0: coming for the next like three days, and we're actually dipping back into the thirties, which I'm kind of digging because it allows me to get some good sleep at night. I don't know about anybody else's place. I got the hottest house in the world. This place stays hot, and I got windows everywhere man i I must have one cracked here, one cracked there, one cracked there mm-hmm. but it just if it wasn't for and I always like i want to get this person I, I gotta look them up and find out their name. The creator of central heat and air is like uh i I love you, I ain't never wow. met you, but I love you i because I couldn't live. First of all, my place is too big. I couldn't have ACs. I would need too many fucking ACs. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, now, I'm living in... from, I used to come down south every summer up until I was about 13 years old, and I would spend the whole summer down there. Loved it, loved it. I don't know, I guess because we were kids, we didn't feel the, 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 the heat, but it's just amazing how my grandmother's house literally looked like a little house on the prairie, you know, and um, they didn't have a bathroom at one time. You had to go to an outhouse. Get out bathroom. of here. I
0: never experienced that.
1: Yeah, yeah they didn't have a bathroom inside the house. They had a they either went to the outhouse, and they had a pot. And, um, look, no, oh, God. AC, no No, A.C., Not just a fan that sat on the floor, one of the floor fans. And, oh, man, only relief you got is when you took a shower at night and cooled no. up. Just to think how far we've come. So now, you know, you have sensual air in your car, in your car too, because if you ain't have it, and now you don't have air, you're dying. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Give me some air.
0: Well, listen,
1: I laugh, these are people
0: I laugh at all the time, Bones, and I don't understand it. It gets, it gets brutal down here sometimes, brutal. Yeah. We don't have the humidity, but we got that burning heat. And I see people driving in the summertime with their windows down, and I go to myself, that's one cheap bastard. Because when the summer comes, you never see my window down. I got my AC on. A little couple of cents here and there for gas ain't bothering me. And if my AC was to blow in my car, I would stop, not collect two hundred dollars, do not pass go. I'm going straight to a mechanic.
1: And and down south I, I can't see unless you you know, you are already going sixty, seventy miles an hour and had your windows down, but Driving through those little towns, lots of them with 30-mile, 30, 30, uh, 35-mile speed limit tops, I think you'd just be in an inferno inside the car.
0: Yes, it would be an inferno, and I don't play that. Uh, I need a C. Matter of fact, I got all my uh, my tubing because I have an SUV. So it has that, like, tubing that drips the water through the drains, And their minds got clogged up with something, so my AC wasn't working properly, and I got them to take all of that stuff out and retube it. Oh man, it's like walking into a meat freezer, especially since the auto starter. I love technology, man. I love this stuff where you ain't got to get down, go outside, turn the car on, let it heat up or cool down. I can do that from the comfort of my bed. Just click a couple of buttons. Boom! Air on, heats on. When I get to the car, at the temperature I
1: desire. You know, I I love this. About, um, did you speak about uh, Sessions Fireman, that FBI director, the former FBI director? Well,
0: again, putting a CIA guy in there, it's yeah. a, I, my head explodes trying to keep up with what's going on now me and my wife had a good conversation about this earlier today rocket man is supposed to meet dotard right right kim Jong Un. and i thought about this how is that going to happen if they have no intermediary who the fuck is supposed to be the negotiator between those two right i mean what would be the purpose of those two meeting they can't come to an accord. Trump, Trump's whole administration is basically gone other than Huckabee Sanders and Sessions.
1: Well, Jeff Sessions is basically out. If he had his way, he would definitely be out. Yeah, so think about it. Who?
0: You worked on jobs that didn't have a turnover rate like that. This is the White House. Come to find out this this hope woman that he had working with her, she kind of admitted to having two affairs in the White House. I mean, it's it's literally a soap uh-huh. opera on ABC. Yes. And I don't even think his own daughter's gonna last the whole term. At some point or another he's gonna get rid of Ivanka.
1: And yes. that's his precious
0: that's his precious star.
1: Yeah. They serve no they serve no purpose other than just furthering their careers. But you would think that your kids that you you know, like if you were in that position, you're gonna put your children in the best position. But let them be in the shadows. Running things in the shadows and not in the spotlight.
0: Yeah, so that they don't get harmed by the bullshit. If anything yeah. happens, they're 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 shielded. Well, it seemed like he shields one there's a daughter that nobody really even knows exists, Tiffany Trump.
1: Right. Yeah, that's uh, the one yeah, with Marla Maples.
0: Exactly. Do we see Tiffany? We, we see Ivanka, Donald Jr., Eric. Poor Barron. We know something's wrong with Barron, so we don't bother Barron at all. That's not his yeah. fault. That's not Barron's fault. But you can't tell me that that kid is not a lease on the spectrum. And, but that's not his. That's no child's fault. Yeah. The gene pool that they they you know, that was mixed up to make you. So yeah. it's cruel to hurt him.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah, because his mother's fair game. Because, you know, you wanted to be the trophy wife, and then you want to, uh, um, uh, you want to fall in with the uh, with the BS, the nonsense of his game, and uh, you get the business too. Yeah, well, no,
0: Melania is more than fair game. And you know what kills me about him? You know what these two ass clowns are doing today, right? They're heading to New Hampshire to come up with a new anti-drug bill about the opiates. Didn't they do that three or four months ago, had their big press conference about the opiate epidemic? and nothing happened, and he promised that he was going to give $100 million to research and rehabs? Yeah. You you know what it is? Every couple of months, Trump needs to have – what's killing him is he's almost entering two years in the White House or a year and a half in the White House, and he has the only first lady in modern times who does not have a legitimate cause. She has no legitimate thing that you can stamp next to her name and say, "Well, Melania Trump does blah blah blah." Yeah,
1: and and he is... her, the thing that she has is bullshit. Her thing is is it was supposed to be anti-bullying, bullying in bullying in general, and you live with the world's biggest bully. Well,
0: so that makes that one garbage. Yes. You take that one and you throw that directly in the trash. She's been called out on that one a million yeah. times. But are uh, we supposed to believe Melania, an uneducated model from Eastern Europe, could be some kind of drug czar woman? You need training. You know, it's. You can't, you know, Nancy Reagan at least got away in the 80s with the bullshit, just say no, which was ridiculous. And we all know it was ridiculous. Because if a drug addict could just say no, they would do it. Right, right. I don't think they want to suffer. Do you think you want to? A fucking dude wants to, he wants to go from a house, a car, a job, and a family to collecting cans and copper and being homeless crackhead. Nobody wants that. So just saying no is weak, but Melania, they, I mean, he tried to steal anything that he could from uh, Michelle Obama, but she can't. She couldn't even tie Michelle Obama's shoes.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sure, at least yeah. –
0: at least Michelle had her fitness thing. And one thing you couldn't take away from Michelle, she was a fit looking lady. Yes, yes. You know? So if you ask if you ask Michelle to do ten jumping jacks, not only did she know what they were, she could do
1: them. Yeah. Probably and could she could probably could do some what you call it too. The uh um... push ups. I forgot. I forgot what they call them. When you um, when you when you when you squat down, kick your legs back up, and then bring them back and jump up again.
0: Oh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, but
0: she could do. The woman looks like a physical specimen. You know what? And so she had a cause. Barack Obama could go. Michelle's fine on her own. She don't even need me there. Matter of fact, she can handle you cameramen. Y'all can interview her. I ain't going to be in the same country. Michelle, and we didn't know. I didn't know. And I have to forgive because I was hard on the Obamas because I didn't believe in a lot of their politics. But mm-hmm. they are the classic example of, in my life of you don't, you don't know what you got to is gone. And, damn, I would take four more years of him tomorrow, and you know what? I think I was probably unfair to Obama because I didn't like the direction the country was heading in the last four years, and I've seen a lot of anti black sentiment, and I didn't hear his voice attached to cut the shit, yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was so much – see, people blame – got to place blame where it belongs. A lot of the unarmed cop killings did not happen in the Trump administration, and it has not happened in the Trump administration. This was the tail in of Obama's administration. If you mm-hmm. really think about it, that Fernando and Garner and that uh, Tamir Rice – that shit all happened under Obama's watch, and he didn't really speak out. And when he spoke out, it was way too late, and it had been way too many people, even including that young lady. There's a young lady who died in Texas prison that they had beaten or whatever. So it, it was, yeah, it, it, it was none of this. If you look at the, if you look at the math, none of this happened in the Trump administration. Trump wasn't president yet he was just running for office it was all during obama's administration and i wanted him to have a bigger voice to just say especially since he had put this black lady as the uh, attorney general said that he was going to fund a program to do independent uh you know to independently look at police departments if they stepped over the line and he never, he left office and never signed that bill but I knew when he said it he was never going to sign that bill I knew it was just being a politician sometimes these, no matter who they are and how nice they are and how well spoken they are, they play politics they pacify us to make shit go away It's, it's just that Trump doesn't even have the style to do it Trump's the type of person that just kicks the baby and say the shit was in my way. Yeah, you know, he doesn't. O- he doesn't. He doesn't even pretend like he tripped over the baby. He just pulls his foot back and kicks him right in the ass. Baby's in my way. Got to
1: move. Yeah, and Jeff, that's who they. And Obama, that that guy, he was the freaking worst. While he was working with him, and he's the worst as the mayor of. Chicago, he need to be arrested.
0: Oh uh, Emanuel. Uh, Emmanuel.
1: Yes. Horrible. Oh, well,
0: he's beyond horrible. He's criminal. But let's not forget the governor that was right before Emmanuel that was in Emmanuel, I think he is in prison for like twenty years. Remember they we had that uh, governor? Yeah, with the nice hair, but
1: but, glory, but glory of it, just something like Yeah. So he he was a crook.
0: You know what? Chicago has been crooked Like, New York's been crooked for a long time. That shit's ingrained. It's deep in the DNA. Deep, deep, deep in the DNA. Now, did you watch any NCAA? I'm going to get ready to get out of here. I just want to know if you're keeping up.
1: I know about all the bracket busters. Okay. Well, you know what? When I come back
0: Friday, I do want to talk about the Sweet 16 games. Because there are gonna be some big ones this weekend. And this was this is what the this is the ideal of March Madness. This is truly March madness. Sometimes it's not. Twenty eighteen, this is crazy madness, the way this whole tournament has went down. And I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it.
1: Got I, want you to t- I gotta run, I gotta go into this bank.
0: Okay, okay. It's been my pleasure, Bones. Thank you, sir. You be easy, brother. Okay? Yes, sir. Peace. Yes, bro. All righty. Okay, peace. All right. Well, people, Mondays, Fridays, 12 noon, 724-444-7444. Caller ID is 145048. This is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm... YouTube, Vimo, SoundCloud, speaker, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, and Netboydoc at gmail dot com. You could reach me. Questions you want to promote something you want to come on, you you want to do an interview, I'm open to all suggestions. Please subscribe, share, comment on my YouTube page, which is at Strange Doc at youtube.com. Once again, seven two four 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 seven four four four. Call ID is 145048. Please call in 12 noon, Monday, Friday, live on the air. you got something to say? i love to hear from you. Well, as I tell you always, no matter what's going on, the weather, what's
1: happening in the world, I'm going to tell you like I always tell you people. Peace to you.